It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to the playoff edition of the Indy Fuel's Under the Hood podcast. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. As we mentioned, the Fuel getting set to begin the Kelly Cup playoffs against the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. The playoffs begin Tuesday, June 8th at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. 705 face-off. We've been approved for 100% capacity. So bring yourself, bring a friend, bring everybody. If you are listening to this before that Tuesday, Game 1 of the series between the Fuel and the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. So a unique 1-3-1 format, and that's due to building availability. The Coliseum is booked for a number of events in addition to hockey games, and a lot of high school graduations have the Coliseum tied up. So what we're going to do is we're going to play Tuesday night at home, and then Thursday, Friday, and if necessary, Saturday in Greenville, and then if Game 5 is necessary, it will be back in Indy at 7.05 p.m. Monday night. Matter of fact, all games beginning at 7. All games going to be broadcast home and away on Flow Sports and our audio channel as well at Mixler.com slash IndieFuel. The audio is always free. Flow Sports, of course, you can get with your subscription. A monthly subscription gets you all kinds of stuff in addition to the entire Kelly Cup playoffs. The Fuel finished the regular season with a tremendous run. They went 6-2-1 and in their last nine games, and that one late regulation loss came to the Wheeling Nailers on Saturday night in a game that clearly the Fuel were using as a tune-up for the postseason, resting a lot of guys, and so the Fuel, however, a tremendous push for the playoffs. Last weekend took five out of six possible points against the Fort Wayne Comets the final weekend of May, and then that put them on the cusp of clinching a playoff spot, which they did on Wednesday night. The first ever June hockey game played in Indianapolis Wednesday, June 2nd. The Kansas City Mavericks came to town, and it didn't take long for the fuel to get going. Antoine Wake had scored in the first period off of a really creative play from Jordan Schneider, who just fired the puck on goal off a faceoff from the neutral zone, and it surprised the Kansas City goaltender, and suddenly Antoine Wake had hopped on the rebound and rammed it home to give the Fuel a one to nothing lead. And then in the second period, the line of Josh Dickinson, Tommy Apap, and Nick Pirog cashed in three times in a span of six minutes to give the Fuel a four to nothing lead and really put the game out of reach. As always, Nick Olchak joins me on the calls as you listen to those three goals in quick succession that put the fuel ahead. Here's a feed out in front. Pirog gets it on goal, but the stick save made by Shortridge. Dickinson sends it up to the point for a wrister that's deflected just wide off the stick of Cliff Watson. Watson to Dickinson. Score! Josh Dickinson coming right down Main Street. Took the feed from Watson, who is below the goal line. And Dickinson goes bar down and the fuel lead at two to nothing. The movement in the offensive zone for the Fuel has completely petrified Kansas City's defense. It was first the pass from Dickinson to Cliff Watson, who activated from the blue line, worked himself to the middle, let a shot go that was deflected wide, but then the Fuel stay with it as Watson controls it down low. Quick little pass. Pirog lets it go to APAP. 
Left wing boards out to the point. Cliff Watson wrists one that's tipped wide of the left post. Dickinson sends it out in front for a shot. Save made. Tommy Apap with the shot. Rebound put on goal and in. Tommy Apap scores as the fuel stick with it. And the third shot was put on net. It bounced off of the goaltender short range and Tommy Apap on the doorstep. Hammers at home and the fuel lead it three to nothing. Well, the defensive zone coverage for Kansas City is just chaos right now. Great net front presence times two on that shift for Tommy Apap. The first shot from the point a little bit earlier, he tried to tip it on goal, and there was nobody within five feet of Apap right in front of the Maverick goaltender. And then the fuel just continued to send pucks towards the net while Tommy Apap was hacking and whacking away and he gets rewarded on that long offensive zone shift for the fuel Mavericks Matt Petgrave shoots hits the post with a wrister from the left point best chance for Kansas City there as that beat Christopoulos clean but hit the iron and now Petgrave loses the pocket center. Set ahead by Nick Pirog. He's got a breakaway to the backhand score! Nick Pirog makes it 4 to nothing with a great play at his own line. He flipped the puck ahead, split the D. The self-pass sprung Pirog. And then a beautiful move to the backhand. And Indy with a 4 to nothing lead. That's the way the night has been going for both of these teams. A post at one end for Kansas City's Matt Petgrave. The Fuel capitalize on a turnover at the offensive blue line. And then Nick Pirog. Just a beautiful move as he goes forehand, backhand. Little backhand bonanza for Nick Pirog. After the Mavericks cut it to 4-1 to with a late power play goal in the second period, Spencer Watson cashed in on the power play to extend the Fuel's lead and put the exclamation point on a playoff clinching victory. Keone Teixeira back in his own zone with 27 seconds to go in the power play. 5.20 in the third period. Fuel lead 4-1. to Manson Terry Broadhurst. Left wing circle. Back diagonal. Spencer Watson. Catch. Release. Top shelf. Score. The Fuel lead 5-1. to A power play conversion. That is sublime. Terry Broadhurst played for a lot of years. And he's seen just about everything, including this pass. Driving wide. You got pretty much all four Kansas City Maverick penalty killers get caught puck watching. And nobody sees that second wave of support coming. As Spencer Watson points towards Terry Broadhurst off of an outstanding visionary pass across the seam extremely tough for a goaltender to track that puck but I think the thing I love most about that goal Andrew was the quick release off the stick of Spencer Watson he caught the puck and then he slung it towards the net if he holds on to it and stick handles and dusts the puck off there's a good chance it allows the goaltender some time to get over get in position to make the save And that led to the final few seconds. And for the second time in franchise history, the crowd was able to celebrate and the Fuel were able to celebrate a playoff 
spot clinching victory. Here are those final few seconds. As the horn sounds, the Indy Fuel for the second time in franchise history are headed to the Kelly Cup playoffs. They win it tonight 5-1 to one, over the Kansas City Mavericks. They're in a mob in Billy Christopoulos' net. Hugs everywhere. Everybody patting the goaltender on the head. The Indy Fuel are headed to the second season as they win it 5-1 to one tonight over the Kansas City Mavericks. It was a great night at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Now... All the fun has ended. It's time to begin the second season. Some of the leaders for the fuel in the regular season. Nick Pirog finishes with 24 goals. Also, Matt Marson, 24 assists and 47 points to lead the team. And Willie Raskob, 13 goals, sets a fuel record for goals by a defenseman. He ends up sixth in the league in defenseman points with 38. Second in the league in defenseman goals with 13 and finished the year with 100 career assists in 205 games. And a couple other guys playing some really good hockey right now. Terry Broadhurst, two goals and six assists in his last five games. Jared Thomas, 14 points in his last 17. Spencer Watson, five goals in his last nine. Those, I think, are going to be some key guys as we head into the postseason. And one thing Doug Christensen has done is that he's really balanced out the lines. He's got a scorer, a playmaker, and a net front guy on each of the three lines, and it's really paid off for this Fuel team as we've headed down the stretch. A couple of the other leaders for the Fuel, Tim Shoup led the team in plus-minus at plus-11. Also, Mike Lee was plus-10. He, of course, was lost earlier in the season due to an injury. Matt Marcinou, seven game-winning goals, led the league four of those seven came in overtime for the Fuel, and Antoine Wakehead leads the team in penalty minutes with 67. Power play goals, Nick Pirog had seven, and so the Fuel, a really balanced effort throughout the year, and I think that's going to make them a difficult team to deal with in the playoffs, is that balance, and you could say the same thing for the first-round opponent, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. If you look at their roster, They've got two of the real dynamic offensive defensemen in the league. Ben Finkelstein, 32 points in 35 games. He missed a lot of the year with injuries, including that second three-game series that the Fuel and Swamp Rabbits played in February. And Sam Jardine, 41 assists, 44 points in 67 games. He was fourth in the league in assists and was a first-team all-ECHL defenseman. And Then up front, a lot like the Fuel, they don't have anybody that has the real eye-popping numbers but they've got a lot of guys that are between 15 and 20 goals. Matt Bradley's their leading scorer with 21 goals and 47 points on the year, and he's also red hot entering the playoffs with four goals and three assists in his last six. Max Zimmer has 18 goals. Garrett Thompson has 17. Patrick Bykov has 16 goals. Liam Pecoraro has 15. And so, needless to say, they've got a lot of guys that can score and a lot of balance and we're going to see a really intriguing goaltending matchup as well between Billy Christopoulos, who's got a 2.29 goals against average for the fuel, and Ryan Bednard, who was third in the league with 20 wins and a 2.43 goals against average for Greenville. So it's got all the makings of a great playoff series, and we're really looking forward to it. And of course, we'd love to see you at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum and also for those who are away from Indy, you can join Nick Olchak and I starting at 645 
on Mixler.com slash IndieFuel and Flow Hockey. And then for the road games, we will be broadcasting those as well on the same two channels. Again, airtime, approximately 645 for each of the road games in the Fuel Greenville series. Let's turn to our guests for this edition of the podcast. Our first guest is Fuel defenseman Dmitry Asipov. Dmitry has come back to the Fuel after playing most of the last two seasons with the Rockford Icehawks. This year played 11 games for the Icehawks. He was their hard hitter award winner this season, and he is one of the elite defensemen in our league and has been for a long time. And you can see that even enhanced with his two seasons in the American Hockey League. Of course, played the 2018-19 season with the Fuel, then signed with Rockford Icehawks that offseason after playing a year here in Indy and has spent much of the last two seasons up with the Icehawks and has come back to Indy for the playoff push and the playoff run. He and Cliff Watson have formed a tremendous shutdown pair for the Fuel since Dimitri has returned. So here's our conversation with Fuel defenseman Dimitri Asipov. Dimitri, first of all, welcome back to Indy. Uh, describe what it's been like for you coming back to the Fuel after spending the majority of the last two seasons in the American Hockey League. Oh, it's been a blast for me for uh, those couple of games that I've been here. It's, you know, different environment, different team. But uh, so far, I have nothing bad things to say about it. So the team is great. Uh, we're doing good so far. We kind of turn the ship around, moving in the right direction towards, you know, Cali Cup finals, obviously. And uh, I guess that's been our goal for uh, those few games, to stay strong, play good hockey, and continue building on it. And you've played in the American Hockey League this year where there were no playoffs. Of course, last year, everything got canceled at the uh, at the end of the season. How exciting is it for you to be part of a playoff push and an opportunity to uh, potentially play for a championship here uh, starting next week? Oh, that's amazing. That's, uh, yeah, honestly, I can't even, you can't even describe those words, how excited I am for this playoffs and how excited I am for the, for the team that we're doing that good. And uh, obviously, it's kind of frustrating with the uh, previous year and then this year that unfortunately we can't really do playoff due, uh, due to COVID but yeah, having the opportunity to participate in Cup Finals that's you know kind of the, the thing that I've always wanted to try and uh, see how we're going to do and it seems like your game is kind of made for the postseason is uh, kind of a shutdown defenseman is that something that you're really looking forward to as well as the games get kind of tighter checking and the stakes get a little higher yeah, that's why that's why I would say like one of my prior like primary roles in a team is just shoot real good shutdown defensively. So we'll be, um, most most of the time I'll be probably focusing on that, but you never know what's gonna happen. Obviously it's like uh, the role is role, but you never know like what the coach will need from me and then I guess we will be going off of what the coach coaches need from me. How much fun has it been for you to play in front of fans after spending most of the season in Rockford where you were essentially playing in practice ranks and empty arenas? Oh, it's 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 absolutely blast. It's just it's different environment. The 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 game just feels different overall. Like it's uh, it's something that you uh, kind of obviously hockey is really uh, kind of like a fan based sport, and obviously you get a lot of energy from the fans. And obviously when you're playing, you know, scoring goals or uh, hidden guys or doing some crazy, obviously you're doing it kind of for fans and for a team. So it's it's nice to get a feedback from the fans and uh, you know kind of get your heart going a little bit. And it's, it's just you know that feeling kind of gives you a little goosebumps when you have like a lot of people trying to start cheering you or just yelling at the opposite team, which is always nice. Monday night, you have a goal and an assist. Uh, you were able to essentially put, uh, put the exclamation point on what was a really big win over Fort Wayne. And how special is it for you, especially somebody who is uh, really 
devoted to taking care of things in your own zone. How special is it to get on the score sheet and uh, find the back of the net? Oh, it's awesome. It's, uh, you know, not, you don't see it really often, but uh, fortunate enough with the past a few games, I've been on the score sheet a little bit, so it's it's always a good feeling. It always kind of uh, gets your um, mental, like mentality level up, and you're kind of feeling good about yourself that you obviously can produce something more than just you know shutting you guys down in these zones. So it's it's always good to be on the scoreboard. Obviously, as long as team winning, I don't really mind being it. Describe the chemistry you have with Cliff Watson and uh, how much you guys enjoy playing with each other. Oh, it's it's uh, it's undescribable. Uh, we pretty much since. Uh, since pretty much I met him in Rockville, we've kind of understood each other. We know what we're doing, and we don't really... It's, at some point, we don't even need to talk. We kind of know where we are, what we're doing, what we wanted to do, or, like, how, like, depending, depending on body language, we kind of read off each other. And it's just been... I spent quite a bit of time with, with, with Cliff and Rockford, obviously, here, so with, with, in that time, we kind of bonded really well, and we uh, kind of, like, he has some things that I can, uh, I can improve, but also if he's struggling with something, I can help him. What's the uh, difference in the game between the uh, ECHL and the American Hockey League? Oh, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, uh, honestly, I, I mean, it's really similar in that case. I don't really see, like, a huge, huge difference. Obviously, some of it is a little bit more different. Maybe some structural things, maybe some... It, it honestly depends on the team. Uh, but coming from Rockford to, uh, to India, you know, those, those teams kind of really close on uh, well, the systems, like how with how they four checks and stuff like that, so... It's not too crazy for me to get readjusted. And we talk about you know the playing between the ECHL and the and the American Hockey League. What are the things you've enjoyed most about being here in India with the fuel? I mean, I pretty much enjoy everything, uh, starting from uh, the ownership of the of the team, coaching staff, uh, the fresh all the whole staff in general, the team itself. It's everything is really really enjoyable, and I love being here. And it's, you know, good experience, obviously, and uh, I just love the city. This is your fourth year as a professional. You've spent the last two primarily in the AHL, the uh, the first couple primarily in the ECHL. How much different are you as a player now than you were, say, a couple of years ago, the last time you played a full season here in Indy? Oh, completely different. It's not even just night and day. I can't even compare myself to where I was a couple, even last year. Just uh, I think like my development has been really, really good, and I've been kind of taking the right steps forward. And uh, it's uh, I don't I can't really even describe it. It's just completely different personality, and obviously the way I'm uh, like thinking the game, the way I'm kind of preparing myself for the game, and just the things that I do are just completely different. What are your goals for the rest of the season? Uh, win the Kelly Cup. That's that's the only goal that I have right now. You were named the Heavy Hitter Award uh, recipient with the Ice Hogs this year. How special was that for you to be recognized by uh, by the Ice Hogs and uh, for something that's obviously a big part of your game? It's it's really it's really an honor to get that uh, that award because uh, some people don't really uh, think that there's any awards rather than just like you know the top score or having the most points or like most assists or like best plus minus. Obviously, there's some other areas that uh, people, especially uh, players kind of grind and then I think that uh, it is hitter award just means for me a lot personally it's just the way the style of my game and plus I, I think it helps the team a lot it kind of loosens the team up when you know there's somebody you know kind of in the back and protect them so it's it's absolutely an honor for me to take that award and I think it's me personally it's this this award is more important than uh, most points and when your teammates see you blocking shots in the defensive zone when they see you throw a big hit uh, does that Kind of create a little bit of an extra comfort level that, look, if I, uh, you know, I, I can do my thing because I know Dimitri back there, Dimitri and Cliff are going to be able to really handle things in the defensive zone. Oh yeah, definitely. This is this is uh, one of the main 
keys, I would say, within the team chemistry. Like, you have to trust new teammates to uh, do their jobs. And when, the, when me and Cliff are on the ice, I'm, I hope our uh, you know, teammates that trust us and they know what they're doing so they kind of can uh, they don't have to stress as much to take like uh, some our responsibility. The only thing we're going to do is we're going to deliver the puck and then go from there. And that's Dmitry Osipov. want to apologize. There was a little bit of audio static that uh, got brought into the feed, a little bit of technical issues, but wanted to make sure even with that, we brought the interview to you. And also, our second conversation is a pre-playoff one with the captain, Cliff Watson, and Dmitry Osipov's partner as well. Cliff, this season... Has again had a really solid year. Was named the Fuels captain in January, and has 17 points, a goal, and 16 assists in 45 games. Also played eight games with the Rockford IceHogs in several call-ups. Cliff has a Kelly Cup. He played for the Colorado Eagles in the 2017-18 season, his rookie year, and had a chance to win a championship with them. We'll talk a little bit about that and more. Here is our conversation with the Indy Fuel captain, Cliff Watson. The regular season is complete. You've had a very successful year, had a great start, a great finish as well. And what is the mood, the vibe around the teams as we head into the postseason? Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think the vibe right now is just excitement. Like you said, we had, you know, a pretty successful season, um, set a record for uh, most wins uh, for the Indy Fuel. And, and I think the guys are just really excited to accomplish that. Um, and, and like I said, we're excited now. Everyone, you know, Take a, take a day to look back at, at, you know, the good season we had. But, um, you know, today we're back on the ice with practice and, and we were looking forward to, uh, um, you know, getting the playoffs started, getting things going. Yeah. From the Rapid City trip forward, uh, when you and several other players came back from the American Hockey League, what was it about this team that really clicked as you finished the season very well? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough to pinpoint something specifically, but, um, like you said, in Rapid City, we, we, you know, we had a pretty good road trip and I think that's, you know, the guys came together, um, you know, you know, pretty good on that road trip. Like I, like I said, I mean, anytime you get to go on the road with the guys and you're in the hotel and, and you're hanging out, I, th- I think that's always something that helps the team, um, kind of grow together. And then we had some success on the ice. So I think, you know, kind of, uh, having a su- successful road trip like that, that's kind of pushed us forward, you know, through these last few games and, and, uh, given us a good, um, you know, head start towards playoffs. Because you were in playoff mode really the last couple of months of the season because of the tight playoff race, is that going to help going into the postseason because you've been in a lot of must-win type situations? Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think, uh, you know, being in those games can only help you. And, you know, if you lose one of those games, it's something you learn from. Um, and at the end of the day, I think it's just creating habits, uh, you know, the playoff-style habits that you're going to need to, you know, you know, if you're down a game in playoffs, you got to find a way to fight back and win a game. Um, those are just things you learn along the way when, when you're in tough situations throughout the season. You personally uh, have been paired with Dimitri as a shutdown pair the last uh, couple of weeks. What is it like playing with him, and uh, what kind of chemistry do you two have? Yeah, it's it's great playing with Dimitri. He's, he's you know he's obviously a super effective uh, player for us. Um, he plays a tough game, makes good puck plays, and you can skate pretty well for for a big guy too. And um, yeah, I just think uh, we've we've kind of found a little bit of a chemistry out there, and and uh, it seems to, you know we seem to find each other uh, you know on the ice. And communication in the D zone's been pretty good, so um, it's been fun to play with him. Um, I, I had a chance to play with him a little bit in Rockford, and so coming back here and, and getting back together with him has been really good. And um, I'm I'm definitely excited to you know be his partner here for playoffs. How has that time you spent in Rockford really helped improve your game? 
Yeah, I, th- I think you know that kind of helped my defensive side of the, out of the of the game moving forward here. I mean, um, obviously, there's you know tons of talent in in that league, and um, when I went there, I just basically focused on uh, being really solid defensively and, and making simple plays and and trying to help on the offensive side as much as I could. But at the end of the day, just uh, kind of you know getting back to being solid defensively, a good stick, um, being a little bit physical, and and I think I've kind of been able to bring some of that back here and. Um, it's you know it's pretty exciting moving forward. You've won a Kelly Cup in your career with the Colorado Eagles a couple of years ago. What was that experience like, and what can you take from that experience as you enter another playoff year? Yeah, I was definitely fortunate enough to be on a on a really good team with Colorado there, and I, you know moving forward, I think some some of the biggest keys that I've learned is is you're going to have ups and downs throughout all the playoffs. I mean. You can go down a game, go up a few games. You know, you, you don't want to get too high, get too low. It's kind of like a roller coaster through playoffs, and um, that's something that I noticed my first year when, when we went through it. And um, basically, just sticking to to what to what the game plan is um, throughout the whole entire series, and kind of trusting the process. And um, you know, things just kind of happen from there. You've got uh, a team with a lot of young guys on it. Uh, for for the guys who this is their first playoff experience at the professional level, what kind of advice are you giving them around the room? I mean, the first thing that you know we've kind of talked about is just to to enjoy it. I mean, it's 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 a fun time of year. This is why we play hockey. We play hockey to get in the playoffs, and um, you know, you know, we work for this all season. <clears throat> and then aside from that, I mean, every little play matters. You know, it, if you don't get a puck out and it ends up in the back of your net, you know. That, that goal could cost you at the end of the day. So it basically comes down to, you know, being hard on pucks and, and just consistent throughout the whole, uh, the whole series. And, um, you know, we'll have success that way. It's been a while since you've played Greenville, and I know both teams have changed a lot since February. But <clears throat> what can you take from those five games you played against them early in the season uh, to set the table for this week? You know, I think something that they're built around is, you know, their speed. Uh, a lot of their, their back end has a lot of skill. Um, we know that they're they're a pretty good rush offense team, and um, basically, you know, on our end, we got to find a way to shut down their rush offense and and basically try to you know transition as quick as possible. I, th- I think you know they're a fast skilled team, like I said. Um, they have a lot of ability, a lot of really good players. So I think if we're able to shut them down on the rush and and kind of try to catch them on transition, that's going to be one of the biggest keys for us to get some wins. You know, transition's been a real key for your team as well, and uh, getting things off the rush. How much fun is it as a defenseman? to be able to play that that game and get the puck up to the forwards and let them do their thing yeah it's really fun i mean you know it's it's kind of nice puck gets on your stick and you just kind of deliver right away get it off your stick to the forwards who are who are buzzing up the ice and um you know sometimes if you can you can get up and catch their forwards and you know try to make it a you know a three or four plus man rush it's always you know fun to get up and, and try to contribute offensively and our forwards have been doing a great job <clears throat> delivering pucks to the net and um, you know, skating with speed and, and moving pucks towards, uh, towards their zone. So it, it's just been a good, you know, a good thing that we've ha- been having right now. And we'll try to get, keep it going for playoffs. What was your favorite moment during the regular season? Oh man, there's been, you know, tons of great moments. Um, I think, uh, for me, probably just, uh, that, that rapid road trip was, you know, the most fun for me. I mean, getting together with the guys, that was kind of my first road trip with the team this year. And, um, it was fun to just get on the road, hang out with the guys, took a few trips around <clears throat> uh, Rapid City there and, and just enjoyed the scenery. And, and then we had some success on the ice, too. It was, it was a fun, fun road trip. And, and um, you know, we found some success. So it was fun. And that's Cliff Watson joining us on this edition of Under the Hood. Before that, we heard from Dmitry Asipov, the fuel shutdown pair 
for the 2021 playoffs and a really, really solid defensive pair. I really, really like this team that is going to be on the ice tonight and this week for the postseason. Again, Tuesday night, June 8th, the Fuel, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, Game 1, 7.05, the puck drops at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. And then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Saturday is if necessary in Greenville for Games 2, 3, and 4 of the best of five. And then if necessary, Game 5 is Monday at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, a 7.05 p.m. puck drop. I want to thank you for listening to this edition of Under the Hood. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going under the hood with the Indy Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndyFuelHockey.com.